0: thinking that this is a motivation when it's just making you more like animalistic and making you Mm -hmm. trying to like beat out the competition when it shouldn't be a competition it should be a whole group thriving.
1: I was born in 2003 so I count as an early 2000s person. Love it. it. Yeah, do. Do. loves
2: astrology yeah, but I, yeah. just don't that. I know
1: well, my okay
3: rising. I know my stuff but I didn't know oh, my I don't know I don't know my rising you don't I, no I feel like I
1: feel like people like look at me funny when I say that but I don't know it yeah I don't know like my yeah. rising I only know like my main one the yeah sun. I only know my sign yeah I know
3: my son
0: my son is a Leo
1: I'm a Libra Okay, wait. So we have your astrology
2: signs. Let's also properly introduce you guys. Yeah. Oh <laughs> Did we what start?
1: This <laughs> starting?
2: <laughs> yeah, we're starting. We're starting now. I've, I've decided. Oh
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Welcome to Persian Girl Podcast. We have Hadis and Saba Merzad here with us today. I don't know. Maybe your names don't even matter. I guess we just need
3: to know your astrology. Yeah, sign. we just need to know your sign. I don't care about your name, your last name. Who cares about that? I just want to know what sign you are. No, that and, one, what, and no. what time you were born. But
2: um to to help uh, our listeners out, can you guys both introduce yourselves and give us a little bit of background? Because we this is like we're four people on a podcast. This is like as convoluted as it gets.
0: How much should I start? Yeah, go ahead,
1: parties. Okay.
0: Hi, everyone. I'm Paradis. Um, I'm 18. I'm a college student. Um, I go to Princeton University and um, I'm first generation Iranian American and I'm excited to be here.
3: Oh my god. I, I hate how mature you sound. I feel like I sound like a teenager when I talk <laughs> on the podcast. I'm like, ah, hi, my name is Natalie. And like, it's just like, hello,
1: my name is Pardis. You <laughs> sound so like, okay, sorry.
3: Oh my god. Now Saba.
1: Um, <laughs> hi, I'm Saba. I'm Pardis's sister. And I'm a senior in high school. And I'm also a first generation Iranian American. Um, And now i feel like i'm channeling um my natalie with all my chuckling, <laughs> <laughs> like how you were saying with the introduction because i feel the opposite of professional like parties <laughs> but um
3: yeah it's okay, Saba. It's okay be like and I,
1: you know it's like being a free spirit and just like i don't know having a good laugh are like, you trying to say Saba yeah my spirit is, spirit is not free you trying to say paradise doesn't have a free spirit
3: Million These don't have free spirits like us, Saba. It's okay. Yeah, they don't get no, it. That's <laughs> so
0: offensive. I can be free when I want to be free. Period.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know, being bubbly is the way to go. And I'm I'll stand by that. I'm very yes. here- bubbly. <laughs> own it. Yes. I'm gonna own the bubbliness. <laughs> no, you you have such
2: like um I don't know, you're you're demeanor is so pure and like Thank excited you. it's like do you not know what kind of awful world we live in like has that <laughs> not reached you the... <laughs> you just don't seem tainted by like the trenches of <laughs> anyways <laughs> um but yeah so we have some two really najib persian girls on the podcast
3: so welcome millie i think your mic turned off <laughs> I was like, is it just me? Yeah, I thought it's, it was my wife. No, it's just Mercury in retrograde. <laughs> wow, Mercury is really fucking with Millie right now.
0: <laughs> okay, does that mean like the the planet?
3: So Mercury in retrograde, it's like when the planets we still can't hear you, Millie. <laughs> I love watching Millie have a meltdown. It's so funny. <laughs> uh so basically mercury and retrograde um i don't know it, you know what let's look up exactly what it means so i don't describe it wrong it's something about the planets when they're moving they like eclipse each other and fuck with the hormones of the world i don't know mercury retrograde can i blame um, all my
0: problems on that yeah
3: yeah that's basically that's what people like to do uh, mercury retrograde is an optical illusion which means it looks as if the planet is moving backwards from our view here on earth Astrologers believe that during this perceived backwards motion, technology and communication can get disrupted, putting a damper on anyone's summer mood. So... Has to do with planets looking like they're moving backwards and it affects technology, that's and so nice. Life.
0: Like, for your generation to have that, I think we do that with COVID. Yeah, like, we
3: are our Mercury and retrograde. Wait, what do you COVID. mean by our generation? Don't make me no, no, don't oh, think, no, no, I don't think. No, no, next <laughs> you're gonna tell me I look so good for no, my age. you look so young. Like, I thought you guys were like, cool. I am young. What do you mean? <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry,
0: I not, <laughs> no, I mean, like, I thought you were Gen Z, that's what I mean. Uh-huh. Like 1999,
3: 1999.
0: you guys hear me Oh, stop it. Oh, I hear yeah. you
2: now,
3: yeah. Now we're hear. Oh my God. Hi, well, I'm back. glad my mic Actually, got cut off to,
0: like, have that awkward moment. <laughs> you okay. guys are very young. Like, we're, like, the youngest in our family. Like, in terms of, like, extended family. I mean, Sabo. And then most of our cousins are, like, 22, 23, 24, and 25. So, like, that's very... Like, then you are Gen Z, right? So no, we were no.
3: 1995 is... Like, oh, I, you, I, for, oh, you're in 95, yeah, yeah. We're millennials, so we, we're oh, the oh, end of yeah, millennials. yeah, we're in the end of millennials, um, yeah. But like, we're very confused,
2: like, we have a lot of Gen Z traits, like, we like to vape and use TikTok. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> <laughs> <Most> <laughs> I, I have my
3: vape with me right here,
2: <laughs> but we oh, also like we, grew up playing dolls mania, which means we have to start using eye cream now.
3: What's <laughs> like not. also. Oh, yeah, you see they don't know what what is it is. That's it's okay true, yeah. don't worry about it you're you're young you're fine um but also like i never picked up on a lot of like gen z slang like the fact that like parodies, like before you were like period i'm like oh my god okay? I, I know and i get it i know what it means but like i thought that was just like a trend joke that people oh. did on tiktok i didn't know people actually use that term oh like I oh my so god! And so
2: people go <laughs> like this like the, the people do that or they go like that
0: Oh, I oh, like that. Yeah. Like, like, oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! <laughs>
2: Wait, this is. I wish people could see what we're doing right now. We're oh ridiculous, my god. ridiculous <laughs> gestures. Yeah. That. <laughs> oh god! We're gonna. We're gonna have to make a video out of this. We're gonna have to. Um. Oh, that's
0: so interesting. You know, yeah.
3: Yeah. No. Say <laughs> word.
0: You don't say word. Oh no! no I say I word.
3: So yeah. word is I just,
0: was, uh, word is period, right? Yeah, know word super... is,
3: like, agreeing with someone, like, oh, word. But, yeah, like, so, I feel like period. Yeah. Period. period. No, oh, that's period. Okay. So, like, if you say word, huh.
0: you can also say period. Like, if you say, oh, that's something, like, right now, you would say word, I would say period. Like, oh, like, period.
1: Like, if someone was, like, like, I don't know, like, calling someone out. And then you'd be like, and after you want to like hype them up, you'd be like, period. Yeah. You tell them. <laughs> yeah. Get into oh, it. That <laughs> and that's on. And that's that on being <laughs>
3: Um, I think I get it. It's because you agree with them. So there's nothing to add to the sentence. Exactly. So you're putting a period well, on it.
0: Period. Yeah. Period.
3: <laughs> I, I think I got it. Period. No, my friends are
0: so annoyed by me when I do that because I do it a lot. And they picked it up now. But in the beginning, like, um, I have friends from, like, UK and, like, um, other parts of America that don't use it. And, like, I feel it's more relevant and common in New York than it is anywhere else. Because even my cousins in California don't do it.
3: So it's interesting yeah Yeah. growing up in high school every time i'd go to california like i would learn all this new slang that they use there that we don't use in new york and i would try to come back and be cool and use it my friends would be like natalie stop like it's not that's not a thing here like in in la like everyone used to say dank all the time like oh if like this food was really good they'd be like that food was so dank oh my god i hated that i like vaguely like like, instead of saying like a hangout like oh we're all gonna hang out like my cousins in LA will be like, "Oh, we're going to a kickback," and I'm like, "What the fuck is a kickback?" And it's like, <laughs> "Oh, where you like chill in someone's backyard? <laughs> you're like kicking back, you know? You're like, and I'm like, I like, that's not a thing here. Like, different states like have a, such different slang.
1: It's like an early 2000s like movie term. I feel
2: okay. <laughs> oh don't God. don't like date us. Okay, so, <laughs> I was on
1: your side. I'm early 2000s though. I was born in 2003. So I count as an early 2000s person. love it. it. You were born in 2003? Oh my God. Oh my God. No, I watched a movie the other day and someone was like, I was born in 2004 and she literally looked like she was 30. So I was so confused, but I was like, wow, 2004 is like a common birthday now. And like, 2005 and 2006. Yeah. You know I mean? Yeah. Can I
3: just say you guys look very like I love the fact that you guys look your age. Like I feel like so many like 16 year olds now look like they're yeah. like 25. They like dress like 25 year olds and
1: they like overdo their makeup and they they just like look so old and I'm like like what just right. like age. all the TikTokers like the right. famous talk girls I think are all like 16 17 18. Yeah. Except like ads like older
3: and they literally look like 24 25. It's like so weird. No,
1: I I
2: was going to say the same thing that it's refreshing.
3: That you guys. Aww, yeah. But it's also
0: like the media. I think that plays a huge role because our childhood media was different from every nowadays childhood media, if that makes sense. Like when we were, like let's say, 12, 11, whatever, we were watching like Disney Channel. You know what I mean? Like we were watching Nickelodeon. And like, though they were a bit, I guess, mature in some aspects, it was still childish. Yeah. So, like, we had that. But now, like, 12, 13-year-olds, all they have is TikTok. And the people on the app are, like, dressing as though they are literally 25 and acting as if they are 25. And, like, I think that really infiltrates the minds of, like, young young kids and, like, adolescents.
2: Oh, of course. If, like, that's yeah. the main media that you're constantly consuming, it's it's going to influence you know, the way you part presents yourself in the way you see yourself um yeah there's like so much about that but I guess you're saying even with your generation I mean not that yeah it, it's funny like in 20 years our age difference won't actually be so extreme but like right now wow. it's super extreme um yeah. But I want uh, you guys to tell us and also the listeners about the youth group you started, which is how we all got connected.
3: do so you want me to go?
0: Um, if you want, yeah, go.
1: Okay, and then like, feel free to like jump in. Yeah, after. feel free to be a Leo and take charge. <laughs> Thank you, Natalie. <laughs> she does the meetings, the youth group meetings when she takes charge. <laughs> but basically, um, um, a couple of years ago, um, Paradis and I created this group called the Iranian American Youth Group. So we both grew up going to Farsi school and like being super connected with um, other Iranian Americans near us. Um, since we would go there every week, learn Farsi. And then after we graduated, we realized that there's like a big gap and, um, this need that we felt to connect with other people that have similar backgrounds in us, because we can just like connect on like another level. Like we can connect about the foods that we eat that our American friends can't relate to, or like the songs that we've listened to. And so it's, it gives you so much comfort, like knowing kids like that or, knowing other people that have similar experiences, um, that you have. And so before Iranian American connect um, Persians from across the country, um, on discussions, um, presentations and also speakers. So like recently we've been having a lot of speaker meetings, like, um, a couple weeks ago we had the CEO of Uber come speak to us. And um, today we had the CEO of New York Public Radio come speak to us. So it's just like a really cool opportunity to get kids more involved in their Iranian background and to be inspired by six fest- successful Iranian professionals and just create a community um, that like we may not have um, in our own like geographical locations.
0: So I just want to add to that because I think Sabah, covered basically what what we're doing but um in terms of like the iranian aspect of it i think it's also really important to highlight how the group is very much solely cultural and um we try and create a networking atmosphere for iranian americans so um in terms of like our speaker meetings we try and get our members to connect with these speakers and to have connections for the future, because we know how important that is to succeed in whatever industry you want to succeed in. And um, this really came to life through Zoom as the pandemic started. Um, we obviously couldn't meet, which came to be an advantage in a way, because then we started getting members from all across the country, from California, Rhode Island, Maryland, Idaho, uh, Michigan, just everywhere, and even Toronto now. So um, I really wanted to highlight that this group is honestly so special in that way in which we can all connect so closely and become so become friends even through a um online atmosphere. And I'm truly so grateful for our group. And it has actually been an inspiration by um BBYO, which is this um like Jewish um youth group that Sab and I know of. Um, and it is popular in where we live. So the kids that were in BBYO would always talk about how close they were with other other kids and how how this was such a awesome networking and um cool cultural experience so we were really inspired by that and and do that and whatever we've done but yeah
3: yeah it's actually funny I, I had a lot of friends that went to BBYO I never actually went um but it's like so interesting that you guys got inspired by that and that you guys created this and you're so young and Yet you were able to like do so much and connect so many people. Um, so most of the kids that are in it, like what what would you say the age range is?
0: So they're mostly college students, I would say. We have some that are um, a little younger and we have some like we have some juniors and seniors in high school. Um, and we have some that just graduated from college as well. Um, so we have a huge range. We, we tend to accept those, I guess, like 13 to 25. Is that what we said, Zema? Yeah. Yeah. 13 to 25 years of age. And it's been working well.
2: (laughs) So me and Natalie are right at the cutoff.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. In like six months, I'm going to be too old to join. Yeah. (laughs) But it doesn't count because it's like our COVID age,
2: you know. We're technically twenty-four.
3: Yeah, like COVID age doesn't count. Period. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Period. And that's in really a pandemic in your twenties. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: Um, I mean, that is truly such a I, I. Drinking game for anyone listening to this, take a shot every time <laughs> Gen Z. Cause I'm about to again. But I feel like it's, it's gonna sound bad, but like I mean it in a good way. That's such a Gen Z thing that at such a young age, you guys were like, Let's start something. You know what I mean? I feel like I would have finished party school and been like, Well, peace out, guys, like, and then wonder why I have this void in my life until well then. I mean I guess that's a similar thing with me and Natalie but like only till me and her became friends like close friends when we were 23 did we realize like we had that kind of void that you guys are voicing that led you to start this so it was it was a similar thing that we wanted to create this like community or whatever Aww. a community because we hated the other community so we're like we're going to create our own community
1: <laughs> like, yeah but I,
2: also
3: I'm, I'm sorry so Saba
1: that. go ahead <laughs> um, like, can we felt the same way, like, we felt that, like, the adult community, I guess, of your audience, it's, like, so easy to, like, find toxicity, and, like, so many judgmental people out there, like, just people in general, but, like, we, uh, the, a lot, we just felt that there was a lot of judgment, so we wanted to create, like, a safe community and a supportive one for, like, kids that are in our group. So, So, like, I felt that same way, like, trying to make a safe community for...
2: Sorry, I think, like, everyone's voice is lagging, or it's just my...
0: No, Saba's room has such bad Wi-Fi. Go into my room, Saba. I'm I'm sorry. She's frozen.
3: Saba's like, I'm allowed Uh into your
1: room.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, just don't steal her clothes. (laughs)
1: <laughs> Too late.
3: <laughs>
1: when she went to college, it was like an issue because now we're like, uh, who's close to yeah. who? Zoom? You know? I feel,
2: do you guys fight over that? I don't know. I feel like I would cause trauma.
1: Like when we were younger, like over shoes, but like now, not really. Yeah. Remember we'd get into like intense fights about who can wear the black converse today. <laughs> to oh middle yeah. Middle. yeah. Or who could wear the beige Uggs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, our
2: Uggs back. I've been meaning to since you guys are like young and cool, or Uggs back.
0: <laughs> no, no, this was middle school.
3: Yeah.
0: Like, when did you guys were you in that superstar like Adidas superstars like age? Did you have that where everyone had the superstars?
3: The Adidas, like all oh, like the classic ones,
0: the one with the black stripes.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Were, were you in high school for that or college for that when that became really big?
3: I feel like I was in college. Yeah, everyone. Everyone. A- Mi- of- Millie just looks so confused because oh, everything Millie owns. Star is. It, it's just the regular Adidas with the black, the three black stripes on the side.
2: I don't know. I feel like but- Adidas was also big before. I feel like Adidas was always big, but we definitely, Uggs
3: was a middle school thing for us for sure. But Yeah. I, yeah
1: Uggs was a middle school thing. But I like. And girl- girls
3: wore them until they like had no shape anymore and it just looked like they were wearing like. Brown paper bags on their feet. Yes.
0: Oh my god, yes.
3: They wore the shit out of those Uggs. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I never had them, but like now I want to get them ironically. They're I never so had them, but I want <laughs> I want to get the slippers. You know the, the new oh. like Uggs sandal things that are like coming all these bright colors. <laughs>
1: uh, oh those. Like the like the ones that have like the strap at the back. Yeah, yeah.
3: Yeah, those. Yeah. I want to get those. And <laughs> they look really stupid, but I kind of want them.
1: It's not stupid. <laughs> I love it's
3: how you really cool keep
2: I love where this conversation is going, but (laughs) back to the what you were telling us about your youth group and how you wanted to escape like those kinds of the qualities that you saw were judgmental or like toxic. Um, What are some traditions that you wanted to keep that were interesting to you of the Persian culture? And what are some traditions that you wanted to kind of get rid of for this youth group
0: I think I can answer a bit of this um I think we really liked for instance like talking about food I think is really big I know that's n- normal in the Persian culture so we kept that kind of aspect in there as well as um I guess like language we try and incorporate that as much as possible and um, soon we're thinking of doing kind of like a roundtable to practice Farsi and like to become better speakers. And um, I think what's our modern look at all of this is that um, we incorporate the the la- language roundtables, for instance, so that we can gain an upper hand in terms of, um, I guess, higher education or for a uh, job application or resume. And like, we we also like to incorporate that sense of community and that sense of like support because when we said that toxicity, um, we felt as though there is some disconnect among Iranians as in like we felt personally that it was more like every man for themselves and that can be really bad for a whole group of people because then if one person like succeeds, you should want your whole group to succeed. And like, we want to create that community. And so we do like college, um, like application workshop. We did a Zoom call with like college students asking them Q and A, like um, we try and do as much as we can to, to incorporate that sense of unity and support from from one another. And with the round table, we wanted to um, create this sense of like, it's okay to mess up because that is something I personally have experienced where you get embarrassed because they say, oh, why do you sound so bad? Like why your you got so much worse? Like that not only is detrimental to your mental health, but it also like keeps you from continuing to practice and that's not good either so we want to create a space where we encourage one another to continue to practice and lastly I would say social awareness is really something that we're passionate about um, because I think that collectively we look at being Iranian as something so general when there's so many different subcultures um, for instance, we read a book of, about this boy who's Zoroastrian, and this was written by this author um, named Adib Khoram, who is Zoroastrian, and that's, like, something I thought was just so cool because we never really talked about it in in, like, our community, like, being Zoroastrian and kind of the different aspects of that. It was just not something that we discussed or... For instance, Sabo, give another example.
1: Um, like, I don't. Just to clarify, I'm not hundred percent sure that um, Adi Pouram is Zoroastrian. I remember him saying that he's not Muslim or Jewish. It was one of the other like um, religions that are present in Iran. But yeah, I'm, so regardless, I'm no, so I just didn't want to like. I don't know, but... Um, yeah. um, I mean, like, there's misinformation not- on
3: this podcast. It's like- yeah, everyone knows that they're not listening to this podcast to get correct information.
1: They're just <laughs> listening
3: to it for the entertainment. <laughs> no,
1: I just I wasn't sure. Like, I'm not 100% sure that he's a because I feel like he said he wasn't. But anyways, like, for example, that same book, we did, like, a book club, and then we met with the author on Zoom. The same book talked about the main character was, like, LGBTQ+. And so that's not, like something that when, when we were like, I remember we were in a car one time with a family friend and they were talking about someone who came out and they made it seem like super taboo. And like, my parents are super like tolerant. We're like a very tolerant, liberal family. And so like, when I was hearing that, like, I was very confused because I was like, what? Like, what's the big deal? Like she came out like, yay. And so that's something that like, I noticed that like Um, that I want to make sure that we spread just, like, within the youth group, like, acceptance and trying to, like, make taboo topics not taboo among our generation. So, like, LGBTQ plus issues or racism or even just racism, um, among Iranians, um, like, towards different groups, towards different Middle Eastern groups. So, like, trying to break down taboo, um, I'm putting taboo in air quotes, but um, taboo topics that older Iranians are more reluctant to talk about and that are really important to discuss. And yeah, like what Paradis was saying. And I think we didn't make like a conscious decision to like exclude certain parts of the culture or anything like I think we're trying to give like a holistic perspective of being Iranian and being open minded because We still have so much more to learn about being Iranian, considering like Paris and I have never been to Iran and like we weren't born there. We we didn't like we don't really have a big association to the country, per se, but rather to the culture. So we know that there's so much to learn and that there's so much diversity within Iran. So we're just super open and um, we want to make sure that the youth group is very open. So I don't think we made like a conscious decision to exclude certain parts, but yeah. We consciously decided that we wanted to be as open as possible and accepting as
3: possible.
2: Oh,
1: that's a really good answer.
2: I like the way you <laughs> that you um, reframe that. Well, it's funny because we posted on our stories asking our listeners, like, what are some assumptions they have? Of- I saw that.
3: <laughs> so
2: you, know, you know what's coming up <laughs> and um one of the assumptions uh that someone wrote was that you guys
0: don't speak
2: persian
0: <laughs> i don't know salam hamagi man paradis hastam. man al-an princeton hastam. into new jersey um man ba melia natalie vasaba donom harf me <laughs> um i don't know <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah hard cheese or hammer cheese honestly but yeah oh that was beautiful <laughs> oh my god exactly. <laughs> like, i'm a
1: little <laughs> fragile. my older relatives make fun of me but parsi manas, is um the parsi party's خیلی بهترز منه like for real و اینکه به که مامان و بابان فارسی حرفیز برم من همیشه اینگلیسی رسپاند می یا دواب می یا من um, کلمه اینگلیسی I like put it in there it من همینچون
2: کسایی که ایرونی هستن اینجوری حرفیزن فکر کنم این یه بزرگترین مشکل هست که همه uh, English Afghanian, cause yeah, like yeah, Khaleme English Afghanian, yeah, it's like what do they call it?
0: Get, no, for it's like Farghalesi.
1: Yeah, for was,
0: <laughs> it's like
1: English. English. Yeah, yeah okay. we when we, we, we you no, know, like I, my dad was saying today, he was like, "Farsi man khareb shod, English man khareb has," like, Bazam <laughs> khani bad." He was It's <laughs> like, <that. laughs> like he hasn't been in Iran for like. 20 something years and like no, not english even more is than that Sama. since oh, like god. the 80s oh my god so like 40,
0: 40 years, years.
1: <laughs> so 40 something years um and then his english was always like broken so he <laughs> says himself <laughs>
0: i think it also helps to listen to like i don't know i'm obsessed with like EDM typey music, like like club type of music, and so all nice. of these. Hello,
2: Natalie here is a, like yeah, and all of these
0: singers, like Saucy and like Aaron Afshar and like all of these guys, they go full on. And I'm the type like I love listening to like Spanish music. I love listening mm-hmm. to like I don't know like like Egyptian, Moroccan, like.
3: Uh, i love arabic like arabic just sounds so beautiful when it's sung but um i i do think that listening to like even tv shows or movies in farsi can like really help someone expand and learn
0: have you seen oh my god this is so random but have you seen that tiktok of like some persian guy he he's like from england and he edited like kylie jenner into this like hair care like persian hair care commercial because she came out with that like oh my god yes place. i've seen like, that wasn't that so funny like <laughs> i was dying
3: that was so i seriously funny. love persian tiktok so much same same me too same. i tried
1: one i made one to like promote the youth group and it got it flopped <laughs> it got 30 likes Aww. but you know it's okay <laughs>
3: I
0: tried. I tried. It was the effort. Pay
2: for effort. Yeah. Well, you <laughs> have to watch out. Like a lot of millennials are kind of hijacking TikTok. So, like me and yeah, that. we're we're taking over. Me and my about the,
3: period. period.
0: Our TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> me like period. They're taking my spot. <laughs>
3: I kidding. swear no. though, my my whole algorithm on TikTok is. Because they do so well with the algorithm. If I don't go on TikTok for a while, it gets, like, fucked up. Then as I start going back on, it starts, like, readjusting. And my whole algorithm is people our age talking about how we're taking over TikTok and, like, (laughs) we're taking control. Um, But, yeah, my my whole algorithm is either Persian stuff or just really angry girls that are turning 25 and (laughs) hate men and drink too much wine. Oh wow. This is all about my life. <laughs>
1: <laughs> my my period. Oh
3: that was so good. <laughs> am, am I am I Gen Z enough now? Honestly, yeah. We accepted the <laughs> thing, remember? <laughs> didn't you do the thing
0: with your hair? You were talking about it. That's so Gen Z. <laughs> oh yeah.
3: I mean, I made it a little darker now, but you could still see I have like two like lighter strips in the front.
0: That's so Gen Z. Good job. Uh, Thank you.
3: You're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm sorry. I'm proud to be a millennial. I I love being able to say I was born in the 90s when really I was only nine in the 90s for like five years of my life. (laughs) So it doesn't really count.
1: Well, you're a 90s baby. So that's like, that's cool. Like you had all the good shows and stuff.
0: Yeah, you had the low waist jeans. I feel so bad for you guys. Why? Like the low waist jeans, like I oh, hated that. I'm um, sorry, child.
2: your generation that's bringing it
3: back.
0: Yeah, why oh is oh, not bringing that back?
3: Uh, yeah. Yeah.
0: Like, not that much, like not to the point where your whole stomach's out, your butt crack shows. There's <laughs> glitter everywhere. Like no, oh, no, no. And they all is- looked good on Hillary Duff because she was like a twig.
2: Hillary Duff wasn't... Oh, my God. I mean, I'm going to get so much hate for saying Hillary Duff wasn't skinny, but...
3: You don't think so? No. No, I think she was, like, a curvy... Like, not curvy, but, like, she had, like, a full figure.
1: Like, like, she Duff. was hot. Yeah.
0: Like, was her crazy. and Lindsay Lohan,
3: like, they both did I'm that. the beef. The beef that they had? They had beef? Why?
1: Yeah. Over oh, a I'm,
3: su- I'm surprised, like, Saba even knows about that. That was, like, yeah, so like,
1: old. Oh, my God. I was, like... I discovered it a couple years ago and I was like very invested. Like, (laughs) I don't know, like, one of them did a movie with like Chad Michael Murray and then, and then like one of them came to the red carpet with him and then they, the other one did a movie with him and then like it was just like. No, he was like, oh,
0: him and One Tree Hill is something else.
1: Wait, I just started watching One Tree Hill.
3: Also, can Can I ask you guys something? Like, I feel like me and Millie grew up in a generation where like, it was only like popular to be white. Like everyone had an American girl doll. Everyone had like bouncy straight hair. Like but I feel like you guys are growing up in this generation where it's like cooler to be I like quote unquote ethnic or like or like different and not like normy and not typical and like to have a different look. Like I feel like it's so much healthier. Do you guys do you guys like see that in your generation? Like do you guys feel like you're more accepted or like that it's cooler to be you and to be now. like first generation and stuff like that. Definitely,
0: now, now it is, but not when we were young. Like, like I growing remember, up. You know. Growing up, it was hard. Like until middle sc- like until the end of middle school, like you want. Well, okay. So in the beginning, I have a full story. Okay, in <laughs> elementary school, I went to this really, really white, like white, white, like like Irish, like water, Italian. Like- yeah, wasp white school. Well, I
3: think we should explain where you guys live, because like I we both live in New York, but I grew up in Great Neck, where like I was surrounded by Persians and yeah. Israelis. You guys grew up in Jericho, right?
0: So we or- first lived in Garden City. Oh, okay. She's like waspy white. Yeah, and I know. Everyone was a ginger, everyone was blonde, blue eye, green eye. Like me and Sabo were very dark, and I had such a horror like not horrible. But but I thrived. You thrived. I didn't. I was, I was like what my unicow. Youth- My like dark skin, my dark hair was like not accepted there. Yeah, but then like okay
1: sorry. No, this one one girl like would push parties, like almost try to push parties in front of a bus every morning at the bus stop. Do you remember that? that Yeah, (laughs) scared.
3: No, I was so
1: scared.
0: I was so scared that (laughs) I would run out of the bus. (laughs) I would (laughs) burn home. Oh, my we God. Would, like, try to make practices on
1: like, head and hit the bus. Like, I'm not even kidding.
0: Oh, yeah. And my like, dad was there, and
1: we were, like, we were, like, bitch,
0: slow down. <laughs> we were, like,
1: Whoa. But
2: then
0: we moved to Syosset, and Syosset is, it's, like, white, but not waspy white. Like, there was, yes. like, a 65 percentage of, um, it's a 65 Jewish population, right? Jewish white population. Yeah, Syosset
3: is, like, a lot of Jews
0: yeah but like not Persian Jewish does that
3: make sense? yeah no I only have one family friend that's Persian Jewish that lives um they live in Syosset but yeah like I don't know anyone else that's really
0: Persian yeah. Jewish
3: that lives there it's a, it's a lot of white but, Jews but
0: there's like that school did me well like I I thrive there everyone is so accepting like
3: no one really cared like That's why Jews aren't blonde, blue eyes. Most of them are also like brown hair, brown eye, light skin. Like they're not gonna be like as like oh like who is this Middle Eastern person? Well, okay, I I think let's just not talk about like the physical features. It's also because like they I don't like, oh, because
2: they're skin, like I think we're kind of making it superficial. Obviously there's an element of like truth to that as well, but um they're also immigrants, so.
1: No, yeah, Yeah. I agree. I think there's, like, like an undertone of just, like, knowing among, like, I guess, like, white Jews or just Jewish people in general and, like, I guess just first-gen people in general and people that are, like, of, I guess, like, a minority religion just knowing that you're not the majority and knowing that you're different from the majority of people in, like, mm -hmm. your area or in your country. So I feel like that's, like, a connecting factor or that just makes for sure most people in those groups like more accepting of one another and i think and that's- I just, yeah and
0: i just have to point out though where i did physical therapy where natalie lives and it's different like i went into the bathroom and the sign was in farsi and
3: i was like <laughs> where <laughs> am i, I was like, yeah and every is- doctor's office all the doctors are persian it's like yes. dr Mehrizadeh, and like yeah yeah
0: I was, like, <laughs> and, like, you can't go into the stores and, like, shit talk in Farsi. Oh, my God. Like, oh, oh, no. You can't. You can't.
3: Like, you if can't. you see
0: someone's, clo- like, shirt is ugly, like, they will look at you and be, like,
1: like, they understand yeah. you. Yeah, like, Farsi is so useful in, like, stores when you're trying to, like, communicate. Yeah. Like, that shirt is really ugly. But, like, you can't do that. Yeah. Like,
0: everyone, that. everyone knows. So, like, that's the Perkins I also, but, like, In I think in Sayaset, everyone was so accepting. Like you were, it was okay to be different. And especially in high school, like I could be myself without feeling like bad about myself. And I could like show myself off, but even more so in college, like even these first few weeks of being here, I can like express myself so well. Like everyone loves the idea of being different and having different backgrounds. But unfortunately, as like a child, I did not feel the same way, but now it's honestly so good.
1: I have like a different experience than Parodies. I think elementary school, I like, I thrived. I had my good group of friends. I was not being pushed in front of buses there was a one, this one kid who would pick on me, but like, I didn't really care. And I was very confident. And then I went to middle school. So we moved when I was in like third grade. And once we moved, I was, I like felt like a fish out of water. I really wanted to conform. I didn't have a good group of friends. Like I didn't have a close group of friends. Whereas Paradise was like the social butterfly. Like she had friends from the beginning and I would like tag along with her friends. I remember fifth grade, I would go to their parties. Like, um and like in middle school it got even worse where I really 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 wanted to conform and I like felt really out of place. And then I think once I got into high school, I found a good group of friends and I realized that being different is is something that or it's just being you un- like is unique and it's something that um is fun and it's like and it's a cool way to get like attention low key. Like I remember like I talked about this with like um some of my friends from the youth group actually like when you talk in Farsi in front of your white friends it's like the coolest thing ever. Period. (laughs) Period. Oh my god. (laughs) Period. So like it was just going into high school I became a lot more confident and was more like embraced my like ethnic identity more like not saying that I didn't in middle school but because it wasn't even like a factor or something that I thought about in middle school I just thought about like wearing the right clothes and getting the right sneakers and also getting good grades you know like just like um but in high school it was more of just like embracing who i am finding myself and um so yeah like parodies always felt like this acceptance whereas for me i think i had to like discover myself in different spaces and gain confidence before Mm -hmm. i could like um be accepted because i was always like i don't think being persian ever like I like was always totally fine, but it was just about me being social and getting confidence and learning to speak up and, yeah, making friends. So high school has been great. <laughs> not to sound
2: antagonistic, but as Iranian-Americans, nonetheless, what does the external of, like, embracing your culture look like? Because it's not, like, you guys are religious and you're going to, like, you're you know, you're afraid to yeah. each other. You know what I mean? Like, what what was that? What do, what do you mean by that? Can you explain, like, what, what, like, being yourself means?
1: So, I think that, like, in middle school, it wasn't an important factor of my identity, probably because I went to Farsi school in middle school. So, it was just, like, something I did on Saturdays, and that was where I left it. But I think in high school, it just became something that I would talk about more, like, Now that we have the youth group i talk about the youth group to my friends all the time or like um something that i valued so like i remember like i would i thought it was like the coolest thing to talk about my parents like immigration story or like when they left iran like i would tell my friends about that story or like i would speak farsi in front of my friends like i was saying or just being able to talk about the food and introducing my friends to the food and, like, being, I guess, like, embracing my culture. My culture is Iranian and it's being American, you know? Like, it's it's a separate culture, I guess, than um, people that were born in Iran and grew up in Iran, like my parents, you know? So it's, I think it's, like, finding that, like, mix and that amalgamation between, like, your American identity and also, like, the cultural things that you take away for your parents. So the food, the language, the music, like... The values. Friends, the, the values. values. And, and
0: it's, like, also, like... I remember, I, I feel like there was a, a point where I had like that epiphany of how much I respected my culture because um, I remember Saba and I did CNN. Um, we were on this episode of this program called the United States of America where um, they came to Long Island and they um, spoke with Saba and I and um, we spoke with other Iranian Americans. And well, Ryan. Can
2: you explain that? Are you guys celebrities? What do you mean, like, they just <laughs>
0: messed that up? Well, we, um, so it was, it was very sudden, but, um, we had the awesome opportunity to speak with the host, um, Mr. Kamal Bell, and he kind of, um, asked us about what, like, in a way, how we represent ourselves and how we categorize ourselves, and I um, got to sing a Iran. Um, oh no, I didn't. I did not sing a Iran. Yeah. I sang sang this song called Morre Sahar, which is like it was sung by um, Ka- was it Kamar? Yeah, wow. Kamar. And it was basically symbolic because she sang the song without her rusadi, and it was kind of a a. a um, um, a symbol of feminism and a symbol of strength for women, because there was a a huge feminist movement in Iran that I had no idea about, but there was um, a huge group of women who were fighting for women's rights in Iran. Um, And um, it was an awesome opportunity for me to sing as well as talk about how we identify ourselves. And in one of the segments, we were asked to bring a friend Um, from school or whatever and we all sat and spoke about like being Iranian how they view us an outside perspective and I remember like before that I never I like didn't really like to bring up my Iranian background especially since whenever anybody asked me oh are you Iranian like so does that make like what's your religion and stuff like that like I didn't know what to say because I wasn't a practicing Muslim person um but by my parents through my parents I am Muslim and I am Iranian obviously so after that program though I feel like I felt more comfortable saying that because though I'm not a practicing Muslim and though I don't live in Iran, like those values, some of those values at least have been transferred to my parents that have been transferred to me. And that makes me who I am. And so like when I say my identity, I think I mean like the respect I feel towards my culture and towards the values that it has given me and the confidence that it has given me to say who I who I am and um that is an Iranian American woman so that's I guess answers your question
3: (laughs) I don't even remember what I asked but I could just like continue sitting to speak (laughs) Um, well I I kind of want to touch on Millie's question a little bit about um like what it means to me to like be Iranian as someone who wasn't born in Iran and actually hasn't been to Iran and to like, want to like say and express like, yeah, I am Iranian, even though I haven't, I wasn't born there and I have never been there. But I think through the podcast, I came to like a realization that I had a lot of trouble with growing up because growing up, there were so many things I hated about the community and the culture and how misogynistic it was and how there were so many double standards, but And, like, for a long time, I didn't want to be associated with it at all. Like, when people would ask, like, what are you? My response would be, like, oh, I'm, like, Persian-Israeli, but, like, oh, I don't have that Persian mentality. And that's, like, always the answer I would give. And I always give, like, a negative connotation to, like, being Persian. Um, And the older I got, the more I realized that, like, being Persian isn't what, like— isn't all these negative like double standard like type of things in the community. There's so much more to it. There's so much more to the culture and the history. And you can like pick and choose what you want to bring into the next generation. You can pick and choose what you want to like give to your children and what you want to show them about the culture and how beautiful it actually really is. Um, and one of the biggest points I think would be the food because like anytime you tell someone you're Iranian, they're like, oh my God, I love gourmet Sabzi. That's like everyone's fucking answer. <laughs> Um, Like every white boy out there in the world um, that just wants to show how cultured he is. So he's like, Oh, I love (laughs) Goran Sabzi and Tadiq. Um, But yeah, I just, the older I got, the more I realized that like there's so much beauty to it and you don't need to leave all of it behind just because some of it is not the greatest. And like you don't have to bring the not great parts into your future and into the next generation, that we could still keep certain things alive while trying to leave some things behind. But I I do have to say that I think
2: there is a danger that's happening in this, in the future generations, or at least like, I don't know, I, I see people who are in their 30s and like, it's almost like they keep the facade of being hospitable and GARM and like all of these things, but in actuality, they're failing to do those things that led you guys to start the youth group. Like, you know what I mean? It's kind of like there is very much this predominant nature of every man for themselves. Like that is, I I think, one of the, that that's kind of how uh, Iranians in America act. I don't know if. Uh,
3: I think it's more so amongst Iranians. In women than men, I think it's very much like no, I think an Iranian it's, uh, woman mentality that we're raised to like think that every other woman is our competition.
1: I think that might even be just like like a like a woman thing.
2: I don't think like, it's just a woman thing. I don't know. I have brothers. Um, I, I have, most of my relatives are men. I don't think it's just a woman thing. I think everyone is kind of afraid mothers and fathers like are also warning their sons about business things with other men and saying like they constantly yeah i guess that's true. Steal your idea or don't share this don't sh-. there's like that constant thing and also like i just want to quickly touch on this but like another again major aspect of iranian american culture i feel like that i don't like is that it's this kind of prejudice that you're talking about within cultures is not just about like towards other religions, but it's like this classist thing. So it's like, uh, I don't know. I was like out at this restaurant last night and there were actually, it wasn't, it was, I was in downtown LA and there usually aren't Persians there, but I saw like several groups of Persians and like, they were all just like, it's so funny because like, I'm, having such positive experiences every week with a podcast but then like when I saw them last night it gave me this like I don't know I got triggered because they were all wearing like the same kind of thing and like checking everyone out like eyeing them up and down to see like what designer are they wearing like you could just tell like that's their vibe and like to see if they know you and it just made me so angry <laughs> like no I
3: completely
2: like ugh, I like I forgot about that kind of thing and um so, yeah, there, is, no, there I, is, like, duality of, like, where you're kind of, I, I don't know, I'm an- not angry, but, like, disappointed, or don't I want to remove myself from those aspects of being Persian or Iranian. And then there's also the things that make me so proud, which, like, we've talked about already on this episode.
0: No, I agree completely with what you're saying, because I think that Firstly, when you said that I think it's I think it's a cultural thing of every man for themselves, because I don't think being Iranian, like um we were taught as a value to appreciate one another and to be a unit. I think we we were taught to be the best at everything and to beat everyone else at, no matter who they are. Does that make sense? Like even amongst Like my Jewish American friends, they are so supportive of one another all the time. Like it doesn't matter if it's one of them wins, they all win. And that's the mentality that is so strong and that keeps you succeeding and thriving. Yet with like Iranians, it really like bothers me because even family, like they'll be like, why did you dress like that? Or what you need to lose weight or you need to like you why aren't you the best at this or like blah 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 especially amongst older generations thinking that this is a motivation when it's just making you more like animalistic and making you Mm -hmm. trying to like beat out the competition when it shouldn't be a competition it should be a whole group thriving and like it makes me like upset too, in terms of like other Iranians looking you up and down when they should just be like, oh, hi, like, how are you? Like, my name is blah, blah, blah. It's so nice to meet you. And especially like among older generations, as like I was saying before, I think that's so apparent and so toxic. And so in the youth group, we really, really, really try to like step away from that mentality completely and form a new mentality and a modernized mentality where it's like we are all in this together the connections i make are the connections you make so we should all be gaining that success together and Mm -hmm. there should not be a a competition because at the end of the day, we are all different individuals with our own passions and our own ideas. And we should just be given a platform to find those connections to thrive. And like, I, I just, what you said really like hit me hard. Like if I could say a big, big, loud period, that would be the big, like period,
1: like exclamation point. I think I have, like, a different take. Um, oh, okay. like, so no, like, I, I agree with, with what you're saying, like, especially, like, older Iranians, or even, like, comparing college acceptances gets oh. so toxic. Oh. And so, like, it's, like, mm-hmm. your worth is placed upon the school that you go to, and, like, um, especially among, like, older Iranians, which grinds my gears so much. But <laughs> I think what I was, like, what I think Millie was saying earlier, I, I, I think maybe Natalie said that it's, like, the men, for, like, it's, each man for themselves is like a woman thing. It's something that I've noticed because like, I used to do like a lot of competitive um, activities. And I think it's just like the ingrained idea for women that you there's only can be like one woman in the room. So you have to be the best woman and push everyone out. You know what I mean? So I think it's like yeah. internalized misogyny or just even the like f- little like sprinkles of misogyny within society in general that like makes women specifically feel like they can, there can only be one woman and it's gonna be me, so I have to push out every single other woman. But instead in reality, times are changing and um, there doesn't have to be one woman in the room, you know, and then the rest are filled with men. So I think like, that's like a perspective that maybe older Iranian women may have. I'm not saying like that everyone does, but I think, I don't think that the only man for yourselves thing is like, only for the Iranian culture, because I'm sure it's present among other immigrant cultures as well. But I do notice that, like, because, especially among immigrants, like, I think it just depends on, like, the group. Like, I know, like, I know, like, for example, um, a lot of Indian communities are super supportive, or a a lot of, like, Asian communities, like, how in the city that I remember reading that there's, like, a lot of resources for, like, test prep and for, like, SAT prep um, in, like, many like uh, communities within the Queens or the city. So it can lift everyone up, um, lift everyone up the ranks of society. Meanwhile, I think for like Iranian communities, there aren't any resources like that because like we're also not concentrated in one specific area mostly. And because of that mentality, like every man for yourself, whereas for the community, like the Asian community that I was talking about and like the Queens, I think that I read about, like everyone wants to lift each other up. So, like, I do agree with Paradis. Like, it's really toxic within the Iranian community. Like, my kid has to go to the best college out of all of these kids, and I'm going to push everyone down since my kid didn't go to XYZ college. Like, that's something that I've noticed. But at the same time, I don't think it's, like, only concentrated within the Iranian culture, if you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, of course. I mean, I guess
2: I see, like, that, Iranians are kind of like wounded dogs, and like each generation is slowly gonna become less wounded and like stop being so basically. So, yeah, we're looking at you guys to undo, uh-huh. yeah, and myself and ourselves again. We're not; it's not that big of
0: an um, age. No, for real, your your podcast brings awareness, which is good. Definitely. Like, Like if we didn't have your podcast, this discussion wouldn't be had and um, other people wouldn't be listening. And so no one would really talk about it or think about it. And so in a way, you guys created a plot. No, not in a way, but truly you guys created a platform to have these forums of discussion and be able to spread this awareness that is necessary to um, understand and to move on from from it, you know?
2: Period. 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 Oh my god! Good job! Um, okay, I... Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, I just, I quickly also wanted to read some of the other assumptions. Yes, yes! Yes. 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 Because I want to hear your responses. They will do more therapy and be less critical.
3: Yes.
0: (laughs) Period! Period. Period. (laughs) The fact that therapy is so,
3: like, taboo Oh my god. It's yeah, so men- bad. Mental health isn't a thing. Yeah. Like, oh my god. It's like the fact that
0: I was upset. Like I was really upset one time. This is a real story time. I love my father. He's such a nice guy. Like I I genuinely he's mean such that. A
1: mush. Like he's oh, very he's
0: such a mush. Like you mush it. Like wow. it's so he's <laughs> so <laughs> cute. However, sometimes he like just irks me like no other. Like, I was upset one day. Like, very upset. And I think at least, like, every girl I've talked to has gone through this where they have really bad days. And, like, they get very depressed and they get really sad. And, like, sometimes I'm angry. Sometimes I'm sad. I get really sad. And, like, my dad is, like, <laughs> like I'm like, I'm upset. I'm sad. And and then he's like, just don't be sad. He's like, you, <laughs> you can control it. Just don't be sad. I'm like, Baba. If I could, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be sad. I would be happy. And then it's like, he's like, okay, okay. Like it, acting as if it doesn't exist. And that bothers me so much. No, but if, I think- if you just talk to somebody about it, you'll feel better. And like, I that think- shouldn't be wrong.
1: My dad is getting better, though, I think. Like, he definitely yeah, is. He's, is, like, but... like, I think we've told him so many times, like, you that is not the right answer to give us, that yeah. I think he's weird. You know what I mean? Like, when he tells us to not be sad when we're sad, it's, like, we've told him so many times, like, that's not the right answer, that I think he knows how to, like, deal with it better. Like I'm Like, we would, like, joke, like, My dad would be like, if you're sad, just don't be sad. But parties and parties and I are like, like we would just make jokes like how wrong that is. Like, remember, do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. Like, it's like, like if if
0: you're if you have cancer, just like get better. Yeah, if you're yeah, sick yeah. I've it's made those jokes
2: hard. too, yeah. Because it's like, yeah, it's you can't command things as you like, I don't know, it's not that's yeah. literally not possible. Like I don't
3: literally. It's like if you're
0: lonely, just make friends. Yeah. Like,
3: <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> but yeah, sorry. <laughs> um, Okay, on a lighter note, someone else wrote that they all get their eyebrows waxed or threaded, which is always like, yeah.
0: Period. Well, Period. I don't need that unibrow. Period. <laughs>
1: I need that thread. Yeah, I get threaded. It's
2: like, I get I them waxing. It. What do you guys? Thread? Threaded.
0: Threading.
3: Threaded. I used oh, threading to is wax- so painful. Yeah,
1: it's but so it, painful.
0: but wax makes your skin droop at the end of the day.
3: Yeah, because it's pulling I've like, heard that, but whatever. I don't care. <laughs> Shout out to my
0: girl Farheen. She oh. does it so well. She does the lips. She does the eyebrows. the
1: eyebrows. No, but the lips threaded getting your lips threaded is like the worst thing in the oh world. God, oh, in the world. And I also have like sinus problems. So whenever like I like right under my eyebrow, I don't know what, like it's it it's <laughs> to my sinus. So I sneeze like twenty times every time I get threaded. And, like, she knows, so like, he knows that this, t- at this yeah, point happens to so me. like, oh. <laughs> Really? I don't know. Like, I,
2: I thought that I was just, cr- I don't know. It, like, triggers something and, like, yes, I just, it trigger doesn't hurt so much. But I start going no. hysterically. My nose starts tingling. I, like,
0: yeah, I... Saba, so no, much. in the beginning, Saba <laughs> would sneeze at least, like, <laughs> once every two seconds. It was oh, so yes, bad.
3: Exactly. That's
1: crazy. No, like... It's just this one eyebrow too, like underneath, and it just triggers my sinus and I just keep sneezing. And she knows, she knows at this point that she like gives me like sneeze breaks
2: now. <laughs> it's so funny.
1: But you know, it's okay. It gives me good eyebrows. Yeah, you I guys have- both have great
0: eyebrows on. Me. Thank you, you too. Both of you have great eyebrows as well.
2: Thank great. You. Last assumption was that they're a bit more open about sex.
0: I don't really know. I don't know either. It's so weird. I w- can I say another story? This is so bad. No. Yes.
2: All right. Really long episode. Right? I. I it's a good. I'm one. so
0: sorry. <laughs> no. No. I, I. This is just so relevant that it's funny. And saba you were here for this. Um, and I put it on my Snapchat private story. If you remember the day we were moving in.
1: Oh, I thought you were going to talk about something else. And I was like, oh my God, no. Okay. okay. I have to say both stories.
0: <laughs> I, I don't know what she's talking about, but all I know is in high school, I wasn't allowed to date like at all. Like I could not have like, no, yeah, she With brought my boyfriend, boyfriend at this point. Like it was not allowed. Like if, if yeah. I was around a, a guy my dad would literally kill me like he would not let me like it was just like not allowed okay and then
2: a liberal open family yeah but we're open about everything except boys my god okay i'm sorry that's literally every persian family like my family's like
3: that too except like yeah and millie's 25 i mean while they want us to get married it's like how do you expect me to meet boys if you don't let me thank you boys thank you and then so my dad because
0: from five years old he's literally put it in our minds like if we have a boyfriend we will have sex we will get pregnant and we can't succeed
1: oh my god i knew about i knew about teen pregnancy since i was six years old yeah it was Like, put in our...
3: Like,
0: mean girls. You will get pregnant, and you will die. (laughs) Yes! Like, you won't go to Harvard, you won't become a doctor, and that's scary. Like, just think... As a
1: six-year-old, it's like your whole life is
0: in, like, shambles. And meanwhile, we don't know what sex is. We just know... (laughs) We don't know what's going... We just know not to have a boyfriend, because then sex will happen, and we'll get pregnant, and then...
1: No, I don't think we knew about the sex part. It's just don't have a boyfriend then you'll get pregnant you know so like
0: oh that's true but that's now is implied anyways so that happened all throughout high school i never talked to my parents about boys because like obviously it was a trigger point and then i'm on my way to campus me and my mother are in one car Saba and my dad are in the other my mom goes patty's john me and my dad uh, me and your dad are concerned about something and i want. i want to talk to you about it so, if you meet, you need to make. If you have sex, make sure you like your partner. Make sure that you're par- you're comfortable with your partner. Make sure that you are protected. I know that you take hormonal birth control. However, that does not protect you from SEDs. It's as if she's giving me a training session in the car, and not that I've known that. Like she's acting as if I never. Not that we known. haven't
1: taken a health class, or the like, going-
0: not that we like aren't. Like we're aware of these things. Like we know what's going on. And my mom never talked patients. about this stuff. My dad would talk to, about us. Like my dad would talk to us about boys, this type of thing cuz my mom would never do it. Like she just Uh-oh. she just didn't.
1: Oh my and- god. In middle school, I asked her if she would give me the sex. My mom is a, a doctor, so you know, like, and she's a she's an endocrinologist, so she deals with hormones every day. What? Your mom is an
2: endocrinologist, and she never
0: talks to you about mm-hmm. sex?
2: Yeah. No,
1: never, no. never. Okay. Can I, I'm counting your mom.
0: <laughs> pediatric endocrinologist that's her job yeah
2: she literally talks oh to god me now. Also, you're so lucky it's so hard to see in an endocrinologist like my gynecologist like let <sighs> me they're like yeah you need to have like a serious problem to go see one i'm like what the fuck? like i want to know about my hormone okay so okay so you're <laughs> sorry we're getting off track <laughs> but so of i'm
3: giving you the talk in the car yeah
0: Oh yeah. So she gives me this talk and it's so uncalled for because she's never given me a talk ever. And like, we've just gone from no boyfriend, like no boy at all to sex, like zero to 100 without any like middle. And I start hysterically laughing (laughs) and I can't stop laughing when she's saying all this. And she's like, why are you laughing? Like, this is serious. I'm like, mom, you never once talked to me about boys in high school. Never once. I feel the same as I do as I was 14. I tell her this every single time. I don't feel any different. I have not matured anymore. I look the same as I do since then, like le- legitimately. Like She's not started, lying. Like, like I haven't changed at all since ninth grade. Well, you've grown. Like, you've matured. Okay. But like, I, I, I feel the same. And my mom's like, well, you were 14 then. And I'm like- And we couldn't have started then. So she, today, she came to visit me and she's like, so you have a boyfriend? Do you have a boyfriend? Is there someone that you're talking to? Like acting as if like it's normal for me after two weeks of going to school to like find a boyfriend in the middle of a pandemic when no one's allowed to see each other. And I'm just shook because it went from legitimately nothing in high school to like boyfriend long-term marriage at one point i want baby i want you to have babies when am i getting grandkids <laughs> like these things happen and i'm like i'm i'm shook that's all i got
3: <laughs> yeah next time my parents ask me about if i'm getting married or like they want grandkids i'm just gonna be like i didn't know i was allowed to talk to boys <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> no but my, my parents were never that bad like Like, my my mom was always very chill, and she was, like, she grew up in a different country, so she was different, but, like, my dad was always too embarrassed to talk to me about it, so he would ask my mom, and then have my mom ask me if I'm seeing anyone. He would never, like, have the guts to be, like, oh, are you seeing anybody? Oh, my God.
1: I think Persian fathers are just
3: very shy about, like, talking to their daughters about that type of stuff, because, like, to them, it's, like, this is, like, my pure little girl. But Millie, tell us about your mom because your mom is such a trip. I love your mom; <laughs> she's the best.
2: <laughs> I feel like she's in the other room right now. I feel like she might hear me. Maybe she, maybe I should invite her in. Um, no, it's just funny. Like she, whenever I'm seeing someone, she refers to them as Tara. Like I don't know why she doesn't want to say their name, and it's like, what, like why is this so shady? Like what? <laughs> so. <laughs> I'm like um why are you like (laughs) anyways so I mean this could go on forever but so don't feel bad about you extending the episode because now I'm asking another question but like even though your parents told you not to talk to boys did you? did you see anyone in high school are you seeing anyone now sorry it's too personal you don't
1: need it i'll answer i don't mind no unfortunately no um i'm basically a nun And, (laughs) (laughs) and i remember like my close friend um in high school was gay and my like my dad like would not let them come into the house even though he was like openly gay and like my parents knew so like like, it was, like, Friday's just laughing because, like, it was such a funny thing that happened. Like, my mom was, like, he's gay. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, he's not going to do anything. But my dad's, like, no boys. So, like, but eventually he loosened up, like, whatever. Like, he came over all the time, my friend. But, um, like, no, I'm a nun. Very single. And maybe I'll change it into college. But we're, like, in a pandemic. So there's nothing I can really do.
3: Yeah, we understand. Um yeah
1: i mean
0: i i mean i wasn't a nun nun but like i didn't do anything <laughs> wild like i'm not wild like that also when you have your your dad's like sex thing in the back of your head that you're gonna get pregnant it really scares you and like his voice is always in my head with that whenever i'm around boys so like really? yeah yeah it's so bad like it's like it's scarring it's like literally but it, It keeps you, okay, I'm grateful at the same time. It's a weird double thing. Because, like, I've kissed boys before, but I've never done anything else. And I respect myself enough not to, like, do anything when I'm not dating anyone. You know what I mean? Because, like... I just, I don't feel comfortable doing that if I'm not dating them. And I don't think I should ever put myself in an uncomfortable situation for the benefit of a guy, because like, that's not who I am. And like, I think if my dad never told me these things of being like, you should be independent, you don't need guys, like you, you can, you will support yourself when you're older. Like, that's the goals that you want for yourself. And I'm like, yeah, that's what I want. And in terms of guys, it's the same way. Like I will do what I am comfortable with whenever I am comfortable with that and no guy can tell me differently. And so, yes, I have kissed guys, like not a lot, like I like two, yes, wow. throw, yeah, two guys, that's it, or three, two or three and it wasn't five it's
2: like you don't know literally (laughs) three (laughs) is (laughs)
3: max
2: the third guy who you can't remember is listening
0: i'm so sorry (laughs) good guy you know who you are i know who you are you're not that memorable Um, (laughs) sorry but like i've never done anything more but i never told my parents about that i think they assume though
2: Mm-hmm. i
1: think moral of the story
2: spoken in persian households yeah
1: yeah i think just moral like keeping your being comfortable with whatever you're doing like even if parties kissed every guy in new york state if she was comfortable with that like that's that's all right you know like yeah. prioritizing yourself and remaining comfortable with what you're doing is really
0: exactly. i listened to that podcast episode with that that woman that you were talking about how like mentally you can like the clamming up thing. Cause like, it Mm -hmm. makes sense. Your mind, it's like mind over matter. You know what I mean? And like, I like how she was saying how she's teaching her son to be respectful. I really like that a lot because I find that even on like the second day I was here, people act very rapey and like, no one taught them. No one taught them proper manners. No one taught them how to treat a girl. And When I stick up for myself, girls are like, period, you go girl. When it's like, no, if you, if this man has the audacity to speak to me in that manner, they sure will be returned with that same energy and even more because it was rude and disrespectful, you know? So like the fact that she was teaching her son, like, if a girl is uncomfortable, step away from the situation. Mm
3: -hmm.
0: Like, I was just, yes, go girl. Like, thank you, thank you. We need more people like you
3: who Wait, do that. Do,
2: how do people act on campus at Princeton?
0: No, it's like. Like, in yeah. a pandemic. like not, not, this was only one 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 thing but like i assume that there's gonna be more i got pepper spray so anyone from princeton if you are listening to this i have pepper spray
3: paradise has pepper spray (laughs) i'm not
0: afraid to use it you'll never see it so it's just letting you know anyway sorry they i had to put that
3: in there but (laughs) (laughs) also this episode just got more persian because my father just walked in with fruit
0: Oh, hello. oh Is he there?
3: No, he can't hear you. He's I'm um, in my headphones. Oh. <laughs>
0: um wait, well what did this person do, if you don't mind me asking? Oh yeah, of course. So basically we're having a normal conversation. With the and then, Yeah, I didn't I tell you this, Saba. sorry yeah, I don't know the story. Yeah, I didn't really don't tell anyone. Okay. I only told my friends. Sorry, Saba, love you. Okay. Anyways. the <laughs> way she did the hair thing. <laughs> <laughs>
2: The
0: Sorry, the ear. <laughs> oh, we're, yeah, we're a bad having bad. a normal conversation and then like the vibes were good and then he goes so do you want to like i was talking this was the transition i was talking about sexual assault and sexual harassment on cal- college campuses I because I, I brought because, this. because the pepper spray came up and he's like why do you have pepper spray and i said because no
1: you have pepper spray at this point he
0: knew. he knew I got pepper spray and he goes, so why do you have pepper spray? And I said, well, lots of girls around here go out late at, and then come home late at night. They go to other people's dorms, come home late at night. Like my campus is closed, but it's still open. Like people can come in at nighttime. It's scary. I don't know what's going on. I rather feel protected and feel okay coming back alone. If I ever had to. And we speak a bit more and he goes, Speaking of going to people's dorms, <gasps> would you wanna hang out hang out sometime? Oh. And I'm like, what is what does that mean? Like what <laughs> that, can you,
2: I don't can you say that you
1: mean, again? What did that
2: mean? What? Like, I can't believe he thought that was a good way to bring it up. Thank you! I'm like, you you taught so Mr. Princeton. Love this of sexual assault want yeah
3: and like yeah it's, it's literally like speaking Princeton. of sexual assault want to have sex like
0: literally I'm like you wrote at least four good essays to get here and this is the transition you want to use <laughs> like are you kidding me okay then so we spoke a bit more I was like um I have to think about what you just said so I was like I'm going to think about it. I literally said to him that because I needed to buy myself time to understand what he meant. And then we were speaking a bit. And then as we were going our separate ways, I go just to be clear, I don't fuck around with guys. So if that's what you're looking for, find somebody else. Oh my God. And, and then he was like, what Wait, what? And I said, I don't fuck around with guys. So if that's what you're looking for, find somebody else. There are thousands of girls here. I'm sure one of them will be happy to hang out, hang out with you. And then he's like, can you sit down for a second? And I'm like, okay. And he's like, what do you mean? I say it not once, not twice, but three times, thrice for this young sir to understand that I don't fuck around with guys and if that's what he's looking for, go find somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not even joking. I got so annoyed. And he's like, obviously I know that uh, based on what you're oh, saying. yeah, that's always the I mean. response. And then I'm mm. like, and he was mumbling being weird. And I was like, I literally tell him, can you be clear? And then he goes, no, I just hit him with the same energy. And he goes, we can take it slow and still have fun. Uh, And multiple times, like, no. And he's like, if you don't want to do anything, you'd still make a cool friend
3: um
1: anyways Uh, um (laughs) please let me just anyways (laughs) and that just goes to show
3: it doesn't matter your intelligence doesn't matter what school you got into period respect is something you're taught period and nobody taught him that obviously and he needs to fucking learn
0: thank you and it's not even just him like guys feel entitled to this and once you hit them with that energy like excuse me sir back the fuck up they're like, what is going on? My going like, oh, like
3: I didn't mean it that way. I'm sorry you translated it that way so in your head. Why, yeah. why do you automatically... So they're going to be like, why do Emotional. girls automatically think about sex? Like I Emotional. Like, you know sex? Why, why are you yeah. like... Uh... Oh, exactly. Okay.
0: And I tell my friends the whole situation, and they're like, good for you for saying that. And I'm like, thank you. But they he never said sorry he knew I felt uncomfortable based on what I said it's clear that I was uncomfortable
2: the same never- sorry
3: means he apologize. has to admit that he did something wrong and he's trying to pretend like he didn't yeah so he can't say sorry because then he would have to admit to being a weird creep yeah
0: and I've seen him be- after and he would like not look at me and I'm like sweetheart you're in the wrong here you should be apologizing right this now girl like, is
1: embarrassed. he's embarrassed
0: this girl is embarrassed and I'm like So this just shows, yeah, like first off guys aren't taught. I love that lady on your show because she is teaching her child to not do this. Secondly, us girls have to make twice the effort to say like, don't like do the bare minimum and treat us with respect. Like my friend is literally like my best guy friend here. He's like, wow. Like when a, guy opens the door for a girl and a girl fawns over that he's like he did the bare minimum like mm-hmm. why are girls like okay with the bare minimum and it's true the
3: bar is like, set so low so low <laughs> for no reason and like me and i'm just letting up. you know it doesn't get any better wow. <laughs> we we are 25 dealing with 25 to 30 year olds and they're just as bad if not worse I'm That's sorry. So, I'm not horrible. dating anyone under thirty. Anymore. That's just so <laughs> immature and horrible. I'm so sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to put a damper on your future, but these guys, also these guys, don't learn because a lot of girls don't do what you did. Like a lot of girls don't show themselves respect by like standing up for themselves like that and talking back. Um, so guys just like learn that they can keep doing it because they get away with it because girls let them get away with it. Yeah. Um, so they, they don't get any better i'm sorry <laughs> so unfortunate too
2: there's good like, and bad everywhere and i don't think it means a girl doesn't respect herself it also could just mean she doesn't know how to stand up like you know what I mean? she just doesn't talk to her and no, she's like basically too shy and doesn't you know what i mean she, so
0: no. no that experience was numbing as well like i'm gonna be honest i I felt numb inside. It was a weird sense. I don't know what it was, but like- I know what you're talking about, yeah. It's like, I'm so, I didn't realize how much self-confidence I had to say that. But at the same time, I felt like my body numbed up and it was so weird. Like I felt as if like some sense of control was lost in me. And like, I don't usually feel like that. So me, I think like some girls just- Aren't able to do that, and that's re- it's really sad that they're put in the position where they have to do that. You know, like no one should be in the position to have to stand up for themselves in that manner and feel numb. You know what I mean? Like it just shouldn't be happening.
1: and I feel like everyone has their own response. Like I would just be like, I like freeze up whenever I'm really uncomfortable. So like trying to put myself in that position, like I don't even know what I would do. I'd probably just be like um you know like i don't know and then you have to like take like your inner strength to say no if you want to say no and so i think someone who has like no experience and has never been through anything like this it's cool to like sit on the sidelines and to like listen to this and have that perspective for when um i'm in college and um similar things may hopefully not but may occur
0: yeah
2: yeah or just go to a liberal arts school like <laughs> where there are no heterosexual men no, yeah. but um thank you guys so much for coming on the podcast i love this like two hour conversation <laughs> <laughs> oh wow it has been i didn't
3: even realize it's been two hours
2: so much fun. so' much fun. Been, like bonded like this with uh, like a guest in a while to this level. So maybe we have more in common with Gen Z than we think.
3: Yeah. <laughs> um, but we really enjoyed having you guys on, and we're really excited to join you in your community. And yeah, so, part of that we're going to
2: be speaking on Zoom to Paradis and Sava's youth group. Which could you guys actually tell everyone like where they can find that?
3: and like, Yeah, like plug Sava yourselves, and we'll also put links in the description. Yes, yes, of course.
0: So, if you are interested in becoming a member, we have um, a Google form on our Instagram. And our Instagram is at Iranian American youth group. Um, And yeah, you can, the Google form is right there. You can fill it out and we'll get back to you ASAP. Um, We have awesome meetings planned. We have a meeting with Millie and Natalie planned. And we also have another meeting with New York state Senator Anna Kaplan planned. So we're, oh,
3: no we're way. There, there's signs, Anna Kaplan signs, like, all over Great Neck all the time. Yeah. Yes. I, I also knew a girl in high school named Anna Kaplan, so it was always so funny seeing oh, those God. signs. But that's so cool that you guys are speaking to her. Wow. Yeah. So <laughs> no, yeah. So if
0: you are interested, if you're from ages 13 to 25 and want to network.
1: Or if you just want to keep up with um Iranian-American youth group ongoings, or, like, we call it in the group, IAG even though uh, yeah. it doesn't even make sense nope. if you look like, at the revision. But um, if you want to keep up with IAG ongoing, feel free to follow the account. Well, IAG, <laughs> thank
3: you for coming on I'm sharing your Gen I, I Z I per- head out. perspective I, I, with us. <laughs> really, what did you just say? <laughs> I feel
2: like I, I'm a head out, like IAG. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I gotta head out. Thank you both for having oh, us. Thank this you so much so, so, so fun. And um we'll see you next week.
3: Yeah.
1: Okay, bye.
3: bye. Bye guys. <laughs> bye.
1: bye.